All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. Welcome, Welcome back, back to another, another episode of the Big, Big Mig. I am your host, Lance Miliacho, with, with my co-host, George Valentine. We've got a big show to you for you guys tonight. Uh, we want to say thank you to the Big Mig Mafia. As always, we appreciate you guys, uh, and we're excited. Lots going on. I want to start off the show just by thanking a couple of people that made contributions right before the show. Rat Dog, thank you for the $30. Beastie Man, thank you for the $20. And Rich, as, as always, George's assistant, AZ, 3% for life, or AZ, 3% for 14. I think the feds are messing with us. Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no surprise, surprise there. there. All right. Sorry, bro. Start, gotta keep start over. All right, so, so I should start from scratch. Yeah, the feds okay, are guys. breaking into lines again. <laughs> yeah, we had a little bit of a glitch. Let me start it off. Welcome back to the, <laughs> another episode of The Big Mig. I'm your host, Lance Meliacho, with my co-host, George Ballantine. <laughs> Tip of the spear. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Big show tonight. One of our mods, Siberian Kitten, will be joining us. She's going to be rolling out her own show, which we want to promote for her. And also, uh, they do great work for us. It's always been a huge help. We want to do the same. And there's a big giveaway tonight. Ooh. And she's going to expose her face for the first time. She's always been sneaking around in the dark on social media and in the gaming world. Uh, and tonight is the first time she's actually going to be out there in the open. I don't know how she's going to take it. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, we'll have to wait till her show's on for a while and she gets half a dozen death threats or throws. So, and then we'll know. <laughs> well, no, I, actually, I know That's she can handle up. it. I'm not worried about it. They she come with the territory. It. Don't worry about it. That's yeah, but uh, I want to thank uh, some people that made some contributions at the beginning of the show. Part of our Big Mig Mafia, use guys, always take care of us. $30, thank you very much from uh, the, uh, actually $20 from Beastie Man, thank you very much. We got a $5 tip from AZ3 Percenter for Life. Uh, George's personal assistant. We appreciate that. And Rat Dog, as always, $30. It always helps us. We're just pooling that stuff up. We picked up some new sponsors. Uh, we got some other good news today, kind of a big deal on one of the platforms. They've moved us up a level. We'll tell you guys about that later on in the show. But as usual, there's a lot going on. We know the McCarthy story is hot. We know that the Nancy Pelosi uh, 
uh, eviction story is hot news, but there's a lot of other stuff. The big story of tonight, uh, the FBI, as usual, has tagged MAGA conservatives. They have decided to create a new uh, division to uh, keep an eye on the supposedly violent extremists. They, they, they say go by the name MAGA. Of course, it's it's odd to me. I'm having a hard time getting my head around it. George, your thoughts on the fact that MAGA's on the top of the list, but BLM and Antifa are not. So now we're MAGA, white, extremists, terrorists. What else? No, you got to throw, don't forget violent, violent extremists, oh. domestic terrorists. I'm a violent hey. extremist, domestic yeah. terrorist. What's up? Yeah. Come and get Ugly, some. protectors of the republic. It's just crazy, you know, man. You know, what's... well. Just another the label. The FBI, as usual, has chosen to selectively prosecute, selectively investigate. It's what they do, right? We've seen it. You know, you guys, we just had uh, Steve Gray on the show. We just had Kyle Serafin on the show. And we're going to have, I just connected with him. I tried to get him on for tonight. We kind of missed each other. We were running a little late on the show. Steve Friend will be coming on, I think, tomorrow. I'm trying to confirm that up. Another FBI whistleblower. But I think this is a big story. Throw up Media Zero, George, just to give him a, a taste of what was on the Gateway Pundit. And Newsweek, I believe, is who broke the story. Not positive, I think so, from what I heard. You know, uh, we grabbed a bunch of information. As always, the Gateway Pundits at the tip of the spear. They're always bringing it out. Jim Hoff does a great job over there. We love those guys. You know, so, you know um, ironically, Lance, what I'm looking at right now? I'm looking at Siberian what? Kitten and just looking at what a violent terrorist she is. I she mean, looks violent she to does, me. Right? I'm worried about it. She, being on the big news already, what? she's probably going to be put on the extremist list. I know when we were on Pete Santilli's show. She's going to go, rear, with yeah. her claws. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we got attacked because we, obviously, Pete's already on that list. And, of course, we had that special segment we were doing there. But the question is, why would the FBI tag MAGA this way? You know, if you look at the uh, the realm of civil unrest, you know, and political tensions, these recent events, they always showcase there's all this rooted divide within our society, right? We're seeing the, that we believe there's a uniparty, but yet the real rhetoric and the real narratives are to divide America. They want to divide us racially. They want to divide us by religion. They want to divide us politically. Um, Let's do this. Us, I think Siberian Kitten, I think we need to bring her in for all this so she can become um, part of this violent rhetoric on, of the big on. MIG early on. Let me just uh, pull something up real quick for before we do this. Yeah. Because, um, well, in the meantime, let me continue here. So yeah. the Federal Bureau of Medic is, you know, is an institution that's always been under scrutiny. I mean, as of late, all this stuff, they're at the epicenter of lots of division in the country. Most people want to disband the FBI. And the truth is we're seeing unification across the country more less political lines when it comes to the FBI. So you know, you this 2020 election season. Go ahead, George. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. I just want to pull up um, for Siberian kitten, the, the um, white killer over there. This is um, we I made it. We made this thumbnail for her today. There you go. It was going all day on our now, Rumble I, channel. I'm not positive. Is that her? Is that her avatar for her Minecraft? Is that what she uses for Minecraft? That's her that avatar right? on her social media. Okay, I don't want to act like I know anything about Minecraft because for our audience, I don't know shit. Okay, <laughs> the gaming world, I really don't. I played, I played a little bit of Halo years ago, not very much. I played some of it in real life, but not, not in the gaming world. Let's bring her on, George. Let's I'm go ahead and bring her, her in. She can participate in this FBI story. Everybody, get ready for Siberian Kitten's face. Beautiful face she has, my beautiful friend. Here we go. Damn! Oh my God, the hearts are popping. I don't know what's going on. 
Uh, kitten. Wait. How are you? Lance, look, is it working? Oh. Yeah, I see the hearts. That's yeah. nice. Very nice, George. So, Kitten, how are you? Can you can you jump in here? How are you? George's got hearts over there going for you. <laughs> oh, I know. He's he's something else. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't throw <laughs> one of those little the little avatars where the little kitten nose and the ears popped up on him. <laughs> Don't give him ideas, Lance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I just so how are you that, doing today? I just found that stuff the other day. Yeah. Something how are you way. doing today? Doing good, doing good. Just yeah. excited to be on the show with you guys. I know I came on y'all's radio show a couple of years yeah. ago, but it was yeah. only voice call and everything for the uh, trucker convoy stuff that I was helping out yeah. with. So, yeah. yeah, did you forget about that, George? No, I did not. <laughs> I actually, I actually didn't forget about. It. You know, it's funny about that. It looks like that show, the radio station, has circled back around and they're trying oh, to shit. do a deal with us. We'll see what happens. So that show is probably going to come back, except the difference will be it'll be myself, George, and we'll probably be streaming. So if we bring somebody on like you, we should be able to bring you in with the call and then <sighs> actually stream it. So it'll be interesting. That's uh, that's uh, it's, it's interesting thing, 560 still, same radio station. So we'll see what happens along with that nationally syndicated thing we're doing. So, no, I didn't forget that. I actually remember way back then. That was at our early stages. Uh, we were using uh, different platforms, and we weren't uh, – I don't think we had the notoriety or the – uh, I don't know if we were as notorious as we are now. <laughs> Not sure. I know we've ended up on some lists. So you obviously have seen this story today. I'm sure, as usual, you've been scouring the news like this. What's your What's your take on this whole, you're a domestic terrorist if you support MAGA? And that, by the way, stands for Make America Great Again. I'm not sure exactly how they can associate that with domestic <laughs> terrorism. <laughs> so thoughts? Oh, my goodness. They're insane it's like look at me i'm maga you're gonna call me an yeah. extremist because of my murder mittens i'm gonna come after you oh, yeah you look, so you look dangerous a, with those ears <laughs> so scared of a five foot two skinny little woman yeah that just believes in making america great again it's it's just another ploy of the left to try to you know get everyone riled up against each other and fighting this person over that person for this thing or that thing and it's just insane well, you know what I think is interesting? I think that when you look at, I don't know if you've had a time to read Mike Flynn's 5G book, if you have gotten mm -hmm. a copy or not, but I've been reading it. And I've been making some notes because he's coming on the show uh, next month. Him and Boone Cutler are going to be on at the same time. And we're going to, we're actually going to review the book and kind of go through stuff to try to educate people of what it was really about. What I think is interesting is that they, this uniparty that operates uh, they allege that they operate and they have a belief system that's separate. We've seen it even as recent as the McCarthy, uh, you know, uh, removing him as speaker. We see this pattern, but they seem to be unified when it comes to these global narrative or these global attacks or these what I would call weaponized judicial system attacks or agency attacks. So when you look at the F Just don't say anything at all, which to me, silence is, is, you know, acquiescence, right? It's the same thing. So I see it as it's a planned event, right? They have to continue to spread fear among patriotic Americans because what they don't want them to do is even uh, peacefully protest. I believe the Fed Surrection uh, J6, and you can, and then I'm going to ask you to chime in on this. I believe that not only did they create the event, they escalated it when they started firing, you know, uh, munitions into the crowd. 
less lethal munitions. And, you know, that agitated the crowd further. They also had federal agents within the crowd. I think they had federal co-conspirators like the Ray Epps and other people that were facilitating and, and telling people, we got to go into the Capitol. We've got to do this. Push down that barricade. Grab it. You know, and, and, you know, let's face it, when you're in a crowd mentality can be pushed. And the minute they triggered the violence, they started firing beanbags at people and they started spraying people with tear gas. And I think that immediately agitated them further. What do you think? Oh, yeah, it definitely did. I mean, who's not going to sit there and go to be peaceful? And then all of a sudden you have people shooting tear gas at you and mace and all kinds of stuff that's going to tick you off. I mean, I know it would tick me off because I'm there doing absolutely nothing wrong, you know, expressing my views, my rights that I have. And then to have someone come around and just out of nowhere just hit you with all this kind of stuff. It's insane. It's going to piss people off. It's going to make them react. And that's kind of what they wanted. They wanted the reaction from the people. So that way they could say, oh, this was an insurrectionist. Look at all these MAGA people who have done this. But it was really people who were just fighting back against what was being done to them. I, I think I think that people went there, uh, you know, let's face it, Donald Trump was pushing, let's go there peacefully. Uh, there wasn't really anybody trying to tell the crowd to, 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 to react on violence. It wasn't going on. But that is the story that the J6 committees wanted to portray, Nancy Pelosi's wanted to portray, Adam Schiff's wanted to portray. You know, and, and you think about it, if they really didn't want to agitate MAGA or if they didn't really want to agitate the right – would they really, would Biden, you know, this widespread legal offensive, you know, with 91 indictments against Trump, you know, and this is in multiple states, would they be doing that sort of thing when we, when we know that most of those actions are baseless? We looked at the evidence, they've already dismissed 81 of the charges, I think, I think it was 81 yeah. counts or something they dismissed in, you know, back east in the New York charge. I, and I, to me, I think we're going to see more of it. And that's with corrupt judges running these operations. I mean, that judge's behavior, the smiling and, and smirking, uh, that's ridiculous. And some of the videos that have surfaced of him where he's practicing law from the bench, which that's not even supposed to happen at all. A judge is never supposed to practice law for the bench. He's supposed to interpret what's presented. He's not supposed to actually, uh, you know, push one agenda one way or the other. And it's clearly that judge has decided that he has the right to even overrule juries. Did you see that video running around about him? Terrible. Oh yeah, I Terrible. saw that. It was it was a disgrace. And as I've been saying for a couple of years now, there is no justice in the justice system. Because there just isn't yeah. anyone who they think is a threat to them or what they're trying to do, they're going to bring the full force down on you. And they're even going to bend or break those laws to come after you. Yeah, I think the manipulation of the laws and statutes, because, you know, they always say, oh, the code. Well, the code's only prima facie evidence of law. The true legal evidence of crime is the statute. And then when you take the statute and you try to manipulate it or interpret it, and push it one way and the other and mold it to what you want it to be versus what it actually represents. I believe that's where it gets really complicated because that's the rules for the not rules for me. That's that whole rule of law being broken, you know, and that's where it gets complicated. And then you take things like you're escalating. You get these fervent public speeches of, you know, come from Joe Biden, you know, and he makes references of MAGA movement and he's featuring how they're bad. And it's so you're creating, you know, this is creating tension and animosity and it's years of tension and animosity building up because you get these perceived witch hunts, right? That that we know it's a witch hunt against Donald Trump and then you see the witch hunts against J6ers. I mean, and then what's really, you know, aggravating and angering for me is that 
you, you're taking resources away and you're, you're using the FBI and the DOJ and the border security people in a way that they weren't hired to be used. You're pushing them to operate in a manner that's destructive. We, you know, we've had whistleblowers on the show, two of them long-term FBI agents. We're going to have another one, Steve Friend, coming on, like I said earlier. And these whistleblowers are talking about how from the top down, uh, these organizations are pushing their staff to violate the laws that they're supposed to be protecting. These same agents are warning them, we can't put the, uh, we, we don't have the resources to focus on these human trafficking cases. If you put us over here to, to watch mom and pop going to a uh, parent-teacher conference because they're dangerous MAGA members because they're going against the Board of Education in a parent-teacher conference. And that's what's really dangerous, right? We had Sonia Labasco on, I don't know if you saw the show, with from the U.S. Marshals. And she was talking about how there's so many flights that don't even have marshals on them because they're pulling the marshals as a resource to uh, to investigate and surveil normal Americans that literally when you find out what they're being surveilled for, it's something like a board of a board, you know, a board of education meeting, or it's something like a person that attended a political conference. And they're following them, not because they did anything, but because that's what their superiors have told them to do. What do you think of that? I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, we need more people in the planes for one, especially the past of what's happened. We also need people down on the border preventing people from coming into the country that these Democrats are trying to bring in. But with all this, oh, let's look over here instead of over here type stuff, pulling people from where they need to be to over here, it's causing a ruckus. It's causing a huge mess. And there's a lot of stuff that's being done illegally that needs to be correct and fixed. And if it's not, it's going to keep going downhill from here and it's going to get worse. We're going to wind up being a third world country. Well, there's no doubt you know, as you saw us do the show, there's so many concerns because we've got human trafficking from that southern border. And I like to call it border geddon because I think it really is a border geddon. Um, you've got you've got drugs, uh, you know, car fentanyl, fentanyl, methamphetamine. Those are flooding because those are also financial tools. So not only are the cartels making money through the coyotes on this border invasion, and this border invasion doesn't re just represent Mexico and South America and Central America. There's people so far they've identified from over 80 different countries coming in. And most of these are military-aged units, individuals, military-aged males. And on top of it, Many of them are in organized transnational gangs like MS-13, Black Hand Mafia, Sinaloa cartel members, and they're organizing this, and we're seeing them infiltrate deep into the country. They're they're working on focused burglaries in wealthy neighborhoods. Uh, you know, we just outed that story the other day, and I outed it online. I think I was the first one to break it about how the cartel is. Uh, they already have gunsmiths, but now they plan on pushing and financing through, I imagine, bribes or black and dark foreign uh, investment money into politicians who are pushing the anti-gun rhetoric, the, you know, the, the control of our two-way rights and violating our two-way rights with the hopes that that's going to happen so that they've got a new vertical and they're going to start moving guns instead of north to south. Now we're looking at south to north. You know, and, and what's interesting, they always want to talk about the conservative commentators and public figures and social media influencers like us. And we say, well, you know, there's the, the words like tyranny or civil war, comparing it to what could happen if they keep pushing in this direction. And it's not a threat, but we're trying to reflect the gravity of the situation to them by telling them that 
the FBI can't be weaponized a lot about this. We're not going to allow it to continue, and we're not going to allow the DOJ. Of course, we're talking about peaceful solutions, but their plan, obviously, because that's one of their tools, get us to do something that's, that's outside the law and then use that to violate our rights by removing our rights. Now, they always act like they believe that they've got the right to do it through statute, but the supreme law of the land is the Constitution legally. And that's why it says, shall not be infringed. The terminology in there was picked very carefully by the founders and framers because they'd already been through this sort of issue, you know, obviously with the king of England and the king of Spain and the king of France. They'd already been suppressed. They'd already had their rights violated over and over again. That's where the Magna Carta laid down some of these early rules. And that Magna Carta was really the one of the founding documents that our founders used to go to and say, we need to bring this here, you know, for the grand experiment. But they wonder why there's this surge. They talk about the surge of threats against FBI agents and leadership. But when you think they're taking somebody's grandmother that walked, the doors were open, the Capitol Police are standing there. They're not saying, don't come in. You're not allowed in here. It's off. off. They're just standing there and they're, you know, oh, yeah, this. And people, I, literally, there's one woman that got, I think she got 36 or 42 months. She walked into the Capitol around like this, walk back out, and there's the 36 or 42-month sentence. Now, that literally makes no sense at all. I don't even think she knew that she was breaking the law. You know, the people that did that committed violence against a police officer otherwise, I think absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Uh, you and I would both expect them to get charged and have things. But then they try to take things, don't you think? And I'm going to ask you this. It feels like to me that they take that, they take one bit of shred of truth and they tell this incredible lie by interweaving. All of a sudden, it turns into white supremacy, anti-Semitism, domestic terrorist. They they take it and they start. You know, it's like it's like a coffee cup that one of your kids is going to decorate. You know, and it's supposed to have a smiley face on it. Next thing you know, it's got flowers and rhinestones and you know all kinds of stuff glued on the cup. You're like, I, I don't understand what happened. We're supposed to have one smiley face. Don't you feel like they do the same thing? They construct it and then they overbuild it with all these trappings that have no truth whatsoever. Oh yeah, they definitely do. And I mean, it's very evident what happened on January 6th because you actually see video of them actually moving the barricades and actually, you know, ushering people to go in and everything else on top of the ones that were out there that were pepper spraying and pepper bombing people to get them riled up and everything. So you have one thing going on outside. Then you have other people who are being peaceful, who don't know what's going on outside being let into the Capitol, which they may or may have not known. Hey, you can't do that right now at this right. time, but they're trusting these cops that are saying, Oh, Hey, yeah, you can come right on in and take a look around. You're being nice and peaceful. We're going to let you in. So you have two different things going on at once. Then that spills over and you have people coming into the Capitol that are already irate because of what's been going on outside that they were involved in. Then you have all these other different groups and stuff being brought into it. And like you said, things being weaved here and there. So that way they could then later on come back and say, oh, you broke the law. You did this. You shouldn't have done this. And it's like, well, wait a minute. I was being peaceful. I didn't know anything about this going on outside when it was really them. And I say them in quotes that started this, that yeah. made the people angry, made the people that went into the Capitol after the peaceful ones were in go in and start, you know, going off on people, attacking the police officers. And I do believe that some of those officers were actually there to instigate and get yeah. people to come after them and attack them. That's what their job was to do that day. 
we know that Pittman and Manger were given lots of early intel. And we know that Trump wanted them to bring in 10,000 National Guard because he knew he was going to have a big turnout for the event. The event had been promoted across all platforms, and it was always it was always promoted as a peaceful protest. I never saw anything being called for violence. I mean, look, uh, you know, Enrique Terrio, they gave him 22 years, and he never even went to the Capitol. You know, but here's here's uh, here's Ray Epps, who clearly was inciting violence, who was clearly at disorderly the front. conduct. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely yeah, he's pulling down barricades, and you're right, a misdemeanor for disorderly conduct. So obviously, there's more going on there. And then you take comparisons, BLM. I'm going to say there was 250 or 280 national riots at the last count that happened during the BLM. And I, and we can talk about it being the George Floyd, but it was connected to that, but it was kind of like its own being, right? So 250, 300 protests across the country as compared to what they call MAGA. And they're saying that, that and of course, there were infiltrators that were involved in MAGA, federal agents. One protest, one protest. Now, they're on the list, but BLM and Antifa aren't really on it. Antifa may have some stuff, but BLM not. A million and a half dollars is what they say in damage caused to the Capitol. I don't really know if it was. What I saw was some broken windows and some damage to the lawn, and I didn't see much more beyond that. I don't know how it's a million and a half dollars, but of course, I guess if you're a government contractor yeah, and you're bidding that job and maybe you're Nancy Pelosi's nephew or something, who knows? Maybe you can get a million and a half dollars for $100,000 of the work. But- the BLM, which people like to refer to in BLM as the summer of love, which I'm not sure I would ever call it that, uh, those riots caused nearly $2 billion in damages, lots of lives lost, lots of people hurt, injured, attacked, stabbed, hit with bricks and everything else. When I looked at the list, the list was so intense that I didn't even put it in here tonight. So you look at these, these are record setting. There's never been $2 billion related to what I would call a single movement or event, which the George Floyd event or LBLM slash BLM would be one event. The closest other event, I believe, was a, was a, a protest in maybe 1977. And I think it was 118 million was the damage from that. But you think about that and, you know, this is, but it goes beyond the face value, right? You've got insurance costs and they leave a lasting shadow of damage on the, on the community and everything else. But then you take the extension of those, which are what I would call, and we see it. We just saw it the other day, again, in Philly. Did you see the Philly riots? Were you watching those videos at all? Oh, like yeah. I guess that I one social, those. the social media influencer called Meatball. Yeah. Okay. What was she saying? We all got to eat. We all got to eat. Right. I mean, you hear this on the show. Yeah. Well, she got she got arrested. She's been charged. I don't know if it'll stick. But do you have any idea as so just, you know, these numbers are vastly greater than they ever been in the history of the United States. Do you know what the number they're predicting right now? And it might exceed this right now. They're on track this year for retail theft related to the urban community protest. And I would call it BLM minority, because we don't see a lot of uh, white youth raiding these stores. Yeah. We're seeing it in San Francisco. We're seeing excessive to the point that a lot of these businesses are closing all over the country. I think Nike's going to close more stores. CVS is closing 100 and some stores because of the theft. Do you know what the dollar amount is now they're predicting right now? I don't know what they're predicting now, but I know it's a lot. <laughs> $135 billion related to these violent protests that are occurring. And they are violent because they're, they're hurting people. They're, and then you see these, did you see the stabbing? Uh, you know, we saw one in the subway not too long ago. Then we saw one, I guess it was, a, it was actually a liberal 
that was kind of a an you know a, a, a political activist liberal that always wants to free everybody didn't want any bond and he got stabbed to death the other night when he was out with his girlfriend did you see that video oh yeah Terrible. i saw that it was insane and it's happening more and more and it's also yeah. because like we mentioned earlier the fentanyl that's coming over the border that yeah. has been just blown up within the last year and yeah. it's been insane and then also if you've noticed too don't know if you have or not but there has been lists of people that are Hispanic, that are African-American, that are being listed when they are actually arrested as being white. Yeah, I did see that. And it's interesting that the arrest reports and the incident reports, you look at the individual and you would guess mixed. And I mean, mixed, you know, Hispanic or maybe it's black and white mixed or or straight, just what I would call, you know, a black American you're right. It's obvious that they're not white, but that's what they're doing to amplify the figures, trying to act that the white agenda, the far right agenda is this extremist group. And I think it's weird because, right, you look at these polls and there's, you know, there's a growing acceptance. A lot of Americans are tired of the violence. They don't want to see it. And I think they always say that the right wing figures are amplifying it, but I don't see that. I think things like TikTok are amplifying it. I yeah. think people are live streaming because they think it's cool to show how they just went in and stole a bunch of shit from the Fendi store on Rodeo Drive. And I think that's the problem, right? This this need to be recognized and this because they're not getting the 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 attention and the discipline at home in their uh, too many too many single family parents too many dual working parents which goes back to Biden economics right Bidenomics are not working we've seen it I saw an interesting video I don't know if you caught this it was on X today and it was an individual uh, in Costco did you see that one Oh yeah I've seen that one circulating and, he, and he's doing the comparison of what a jar of mayonnaise and some other products cost. And, you know, the Biden administration keeps telling, well, inflation is only 7%. And this no. guy's showing where the products are up like 30 to 75% of when he took the previous videos. And that's the problem, right? It's the, it's the perpetuated lies by the, the, the speaker, the, the, the press secretary, KGP. I like to call her Afro Chucky. It's kind of, but it's under, it, I know it's demeaning, so I try not to do it, but she makes me mad because she sits there and she will just flat lie. And when she doesn't want to answer, she'll be like, I don't have any information on that. When she really already knows the answer, but okay. I don't think you can continue to you know promote Biden economics is being successful. People are suffering. So I can oh, yeah. see where the, the poor and the minorities are, they're frustrated. So what comes out is anger, but it's just not, for me, it's bad for America and it's dividing America, you know? I mean, this is a deeply divided political landscape. Do you agree with that? Oh yeah, it definitely is. And touching base back on that video that the guy did comparing the prices where they're up 30%, not only that, but I've also seen a, seen a video circulating around where they're, he's actually comparing either him or a different gentleman is actually comparing the sizes of the food oh, products yeah. that you're getting. Shrinkflation. We covered the shrinkflation. Did you see the the one I love was the ice cream bar where the ice cream only filled like two. You're like, what happens? You bite the chocolate and there's it's just open air, right? Yeah. yeah. It kind of reminds me of like when you go to McDonald's or something and you ask for a large drink and they fill it all the way with ice and then you pour the ice out and you have re like a small. Wait a minute. There's a video I saved and I, I'm going to put it up, but I hadn't done it yet, but I'm going to give it away anyway. So this is for the audience. Do you know if you take the three sizes of Starbucks? Now, I don't like Starbucks coffee, so this is no big deal for me. But if you take the small Starbucks coffee, 
and you take the, and I think they call it a grande and whatever the next one up is called, uh, they, the small coffee, it's, they all have the same amount of coffee in them. Yep. What the frick? What, what kind of dark magic is that? They take the one cup and you're like, there's no way that little cup fits in. And the guy goes from one cup to the next cup, proving that you might as well just buy the small. So this is this is a consumer big mig mafia tip. If you drink Starbucks, I don't. I don't know if it's, do you drink Starbucks? I used to, but after they went woke about you know attacking yeah. the police officers and things like that, because I have family members who are police officers, and yeah. I was just like, okay, Starbucks, yeah, you're cut off. No, I didn't drink there yeah. too often, but I did notice because with their cups. They're not wider, but as they get taller, they're thinner. So that's oh, why. Yeah. Well, that's the trick. <laughs> the dark magic is the thinness of the cup. We're going to do it on yeah. the show. I think I'm going to go buy a cup of small and try to get two other cups. I don't know how. We're gonna, I'm going to figure it out. I'd like to show everybody because I got to tell you, I was I was blown away by it. But my point is, you look at things and what's really going on, and you can see why people would react a, a different. I think what they're afraid of right now is that Civil disobedience is already in the fabric of our democracy. Hey, you're back. What's up, bro? Figured it out, bro. Bad thing. I'm happy. I'm happy you did. Good. So the fabric of democracy and and you know and civil disobedience and civil discord those were built into it. That's why they gave us freedom of speech. That's why they said we're going to give you one A, but you're going to need two A to defend your one A rights. I think what they're really afraid of the FBI and everyone else is the unification of America. I think that that's the worst case scenario that 300 plus million Americans unify and say, we're tired of your bullshit. What do you think? Yeah, and it's, it's getting to that point, especially with, you know, what happened with the speaker of the house, who is no longer the speaker. They have this high horse that they're sitting on and they think that they cannot be removed. And they think, oh, we're going to say, you know, what these people are saying, that it's a threat. No, it's not a threat. The Constitution was put in place not to protect the government from us, but to protect us from the government. And we're getting to a point now that we're starting to realize, you know, what the government's doing is not good for us. They're supposed to be working for us. And they're yeah. not. And yeah, we're about to say... You know, we the people are coming for you, and it's not a threat. It's a promise because we're getting tired of the Biden inflation, the lies, the cover-ups, the injustice, everything. We're tired of it. There's no doubt that people are fed up. And I've got to tell you, I think when you when you sit on this side of it and you look at the insider trading or you look at the crimes they commit and they don't get charged for, just like the deal they were going to give Hunter Biden on his gun charge— the shortest sentence I could find on that identical gun charge was to a rapper that decided he was going to do community service also. And I think it was 36 or 42 months. But they were going to give him divergence, which is basically a deferred sentence. That never even happens in the federal system except on misdemeanors and only on single misdemeanors. They never do it on felonies. And that's what's terrible about the federal system. There is no get-out-of-jail-free card if you do 86% of your sentence or it's once to the gun, right? The point is... When we see them doing that, and our next story is right up that alley, is we look at this now. George, I, I know this story bothered you the second you read it. Why don't you break us in on this and tell us what your thoughts are? Because I'm disgusted by what they're doing, because this is just more collusion and conspiracy and weaponization and cheating. It's more Biden family cheating. Oh, you mean the, the great, beautiful story that Biden... Um 
gets his son's former colleague to be lead the office of a special counsel. I mean, can you get more corrupt than this? Probably yeah. can. Yes, you can. But I don't know. I just don't understand this. The guy's name is um Hampton Del Dillinger. The lead. I mean, how much more collusion can you get? I mean, they want collusion. This is collusion right here. I don't see how any the ethics committee can even allow this. Never mind. Well, any, any I love about this is I don't just don't get it. Once again, how come every time Trump goes up against a judge, it's some far left a judge that was appointed by Obama? He never ends up in front of one of the judges he appointed or one of the judges that is a pro conservative, pro Trump judge. No, but in Biden's case, he just greases the skid every time. When no matter who he puts working on, now that his now that Hunter. His little son has to be investigated because it's, it's, some of it has come out too far. Now he's going to have this be one of his his buddies. What do you think, Kitten? What do you think of that? Do you, do you like it? Do you like how they do this, how they grease the skids for themselves? No, it's completely unjust. And like I said earlier, there is no justice in the justice system anymore. They're going to put you in front of someone that they know they're going to do what they want them to do instead of actually giving you a fair chance to represent yourself, to have someone represent you. They're going to try to do anything and everything they can to throw you in a cell, lock the door, and toss away the key. Yeah. Because they see us and whoever they're going after as a threat to what they're wanting to do because they know if things were a fair fight, they would lose hands down. And they're afraid of that. Yeah, there's no doubt because in a fair fight, if the law was being followed, it would be. So what we're talking about, guys, is Hampton Dellinger has been appointed to be the special counsel on the Hunter Biden investigation. I don't know how it's not a conflict of interest. I don't know how it's not breaking the law by having somebody that worked along the younger Hunter Biden. You know, they were over at Boyce, Schiller, Flexner together. Uh, and this, this story came from the Washington Free Beak, and they do a good job. And they reported that in 2014 that they were together. But Hunter Biden... Uh, you know, back then, Boy Schiller Flexner was representing what or was supposed to represent Burisma Holdings. Now, you know how deep that goes. So, not only is the guy tied to Hunter Biden, but now he's tied to Burisma, which is part of the corruption that's supposed to be investigated. I mean, that's when you think about it, that's just ridiculous. And to me, it's always intertwined with, you know, these special interest lobbyists that really like what, what we're talking about here. Then that's what Boy Schiller Flexner, that's part of what they do. I, I always go back to that, how the lobbyists are always involved in this, and it's always a law firm. And when you ever see somebody like Joe Biden or some other politician, they always want to appoint somebody that's also a lobbyist or a special interest group, interest group representative because they already know the game, right? They already know how to cheat. They know already know how to do things that aren't good for the America or the people here. So I think it's, uh, you know... I think it's it's pretty interesting how they once again are doing this. And let's face it, the Biden administration has already retaliated against the two IRS whistleblowers that came out. They cried foul on the federal investigation on Hunter Biden. And, uh, you know, whistleblowers are supposed to be protected, right, you guys? I mean, George, whistleblowers, they're supposed to have special protections. They're not supposed to be attacked. Um, you're supposed to respect the whistleblower, believe the whistleblower, according to all the liberals, when it's a whistleblower in their favor. But... Here's the thing with this um, this guy going for um, that Biden appointed. He has to get, be affirmed, confirmed in the Senate. He doesn't just get the job. So any Republican that votes for this guy, if it makes it that far, should automatically vote it out. 
I mean, ripped upon. Just like they did Lauren Bobart on True Social for voting for McCarthy. She re- she deleted all her posts and skedaddled because they were going after her on True Social. Well, I got to tell you, there were a lot of big names, the people that we would have thought would have jumped on the let's get rid of McCarthy thing. There was a list of them out there, and it's pretty disgusting. Bobart was one of them, but so was MTG. The swamp runs and, really and I, To be honest, you know who surprised me? By- Byron Donaldson. Yeah. And he, wants- he didn't vote for it either. Well, it's and funny. he's a guy that we've all been hopeful of, right? We've all said, wow, maybe yeah. he's maybe he's a great person for the next three. A lot of people are talking. How do you feel about that, kid? Uh, I'm just I'm curious because to me, when you see these big name, you know, what I want to call the big name Republican social media people, the people that are really in the know, that are on the plane with Trump going here and there, and all of a sudden, here comes a vote that matters, and they just act like a bunch of chicken shit lowlifes. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, yeah. It's disgusting to me because these people, they sat there and they preached, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We need to get rid of this person, that person. I'm going to bring impeachment here. But then they don't do anything. They're all talk and no action. And then when you see them actually vote against what they should have actually voted for, it's like a slap in the face. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm actually proud of my Tennessee rep because he actually voted to remove McCarthy out of there. So I'm actually proud of my Tennessee rep for doing that. But to see MTG and Bobert like almost flipping the script, it's like, are you guys kidding me? Like, what is going on here? You're preaching that you're big Republicans, that you're 2A, that you're 1A, you know, pro and everything else. And then you do this. And it's like, are you not paying attention to what he has been doing in his time as speaker and what he has promised and he has not kept his promises of? Like, and that's it, uniparty. And to me, that's why I always say we're we're really libertarians on this show because we, at this point, I don't believe that either party has the best interests of America in mind. There might be a few politicians, ten or fifteen out of the five thirty-five in the executive branch, that are on our side. The rest of them, I put in question. And and at the end of the day. I always believe that actions speak louder than words. That whole, I'm going to stomp my feet and I'm going to get real loud and, oh my gosh, this is awful. And then what happens when it comes time to put up or shut up? They just don't do anything. Half the time, they don't even show up, let alone put up or shut up. So before we get to the second half of the show and we take a break, Kitten, tell us about your new podcast. What's it going to be about? What guests you got coming on? Whatever you want to put out, whatever you don't want to put out. Tell us about the show and why you're doing it. Well, I decided to start a podcast. It's going to be called In the Meow. So it's kind of a playoff of In the Now. And it's not so much a political podcast. There are going to be some political stuff on there. But I also wanted to do like a wide range of different things. So I want to have people come on who are farmers, who can, you know, tell about their experience in farming, how to grow crops. So that way people who listen in have that experience and that knowledge because we're getting to that point that, you know, people are going to have to start growing and raising things for themselves with the way that the economics are going, with the way that the mRNA stuff is going with the vaccines going into animals and they're looking at doing it for plants and things. So I want to have stuff like that on there. I'm also going to have quite a few artists come on to talk about their artwork and their small businesses and things like that. So it's just a wide uh, variety of things. And I've already got quite a few people lined up. As of right now, I'm only going to be doing it on Sundays in the evenings. And so far, I have people like Jeffrey Steely. I have Greg Phillips. I have Enoch and quite a few other big names that are going to be joining me on the show, along with some of our followers that are just, you know, 
really good friends of ours that like to come on and help and want to chat about some of the things that they do behind the scenes and stuff like that. Gotcha. I think that's great. It's always exciting. And it always, uh, I think it's always great when people get involved and I think educating people, especially on what, I don't know if this is the right category, but prepping, I think I, I don't want to call it prepping because homesteading is another version of it. That's a positive version. You know, I, I like to go over on Gab as an example. There's quite a few of those people. I go into some of the rooms because I like to see how they, uh, some of it kind of blows me away how you can store eggs. I always thought eggs had to be refrigerated and I didn't realize you could put them in jars if you did it a certain way and they would stay for a year. There's different tips. You know, some of that's a lost art, right? Homesteading, uh, you know, and how our founders and how they did things. A lot of us don't know anything about that because I didn't grow up like that. I grew up in Fordham Road in the Bronx and then Westchester County. I don't know anything about farm animals. I mean, I'm, there's no chance. Now, it, it, it's intriguing to me. I always think about it, you know, what, it must be great being able to go and just get your eggs on your own. Now, you have some animals, don't you? Don't you have some stuff on your place? Yeah, right now I have uh, six laying hens okay. and I have a few vegetable gardens that I've started and everything. Um, mm -hmm. But with the laying hens, as long as you have just hens of your own, you go yeah. out and collect the eggs every morning. As long as you don't wash the eggs, you can actually leave them sitting out on your countertop for six months. Or you can put them in the refrigerator for up to a year. And the thing that you're referring to, it's called... Um, water sealing where you place the eggs in water in an yeah. airtight jar and you can actually store them that way for actually almost up to two years That's the only crazy. thing that people don't realize is when you wash the egg it takes off a coating that protects the egg so more bacteria can actually get into the egg through the pores so as long as you don't wash the eggs they last for a very very long time and store-bought eggs by the time that you actually get them from the store they're already about three months old yeah why do i need a refrigerator yeah, ex exactly. Well, you know what? I watched that. And for a guy from a kid from the Bronx, I, you know, for me, I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, it seemed like magic to me. So my, my closest thing I've ever done is take them out of the grocery store and put them in the refrigerator. So, okay, let's, let's do the giveaway. It's actually we fun, take, Lance. My yeah, dad used to have a farmhouse. We had chickens, goats. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I never had any of that in my, you know, nobody in my family owned a farm or was around a farm. I probably would have really enjoyed it. I love animals, so I imagine it's a natural fit. Let's do, we got to do the giveaway. You got to do a drawing. Yeah. We got to talk about Who's the giveaway. Who's picking it? Is CSM Master's hand going to just come into view just to hand and pick it? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> the bowl came into view a little earlier. <laughs> No, he he he's going to be my hand model for the day. So he's actually going to mix up everything and hold the bowl out in front of me, and I'm actually going to draw the name from it. But okay. we have 15 names okay, that great. are actually going in there, and I actually have a list of the names of the people who are in there right now. Okay. So we have Cassandra McDonald, Tanya Burnett, Mark Halver, Jason Yetter, Cindy Gregory. Mary Wise, Roxanne Green, Gail Ruse, Deborah Whitek, Susan Russo, Seth Lepodular, Sue Leedy, Andrew Connell, Stacy Satsky, and Norman Robertson. Damn, you pronounce 15 people. You pronounce names really good. <laughs> All right. Let's do this drawing so we can take a break and then we'll Wait. come back and uh, get you into the second half of the show. I don't have a drum roll. Damn. <laughs> All right. Let's see who is the winner of the hoodie. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. His hands look baby soft. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually have it here, and it is taped, so that way I could not see who it was. 
So let's see who it is. And it is Steph Apodular, our friend Steph from True Social. He is the winner of the free hoodie from my store. Congratulations on that free hoodie. Uh, that's a good, that's a great deal. So he bought something on your store and he won a free hoodie. We like to do some giveaways with people. Hopefully that promotes. Plus, don't forget, why don't you plug your store right now for everybody so they know where to find it and what kind of products you have on there? Yeah. So if you are looking to get some custom apparel by designs that I have done, so you may have seen some of my artwork on True Social, you can go to skgraphicdesigns.com. And I have a wide range on there. I have women's t-shirts. I have unisex t-shirts. I have long sleeve tees, hoodies, and even tank tops. So whatever you're looking for, for any occasion, I am looking to expand a little bit here in the near future to where I can actually have canvas prints. So if you're not really big into buying, you know, t-shirts, hoodies, things like that, I'll also have some of my stuff available on canvas in the near future. That's great. And let them know where they can find you on social media and where the show will be playing before we go to the break. So on social media, you can find me on True Social at Siberian Kitten. You can also find me on Getter at Siberian Kitten. I have the same profile picture there as I do on True Social. And I'm also on Rumble. I have a different live streaming channel where I do live stream my gaming every Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's at Siberian Kitten. And then also on Rumble starting on November 5th, I'm going to be on the In the Meow podcast. In the Meow. I love it. We were talking about earlier that I mentioned that Cat Turd had the In the Litter Box podcast. <laughs> but you were like, no, nah, that's a no-go for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the way that I look at that, I'm just like, mm, people can sit there and say, oh, you're a little shit. <laughs> yeah, I think they already do about Catter, do they not? <laughs> he gets attacked nonstop. Well, listen, thank you so very much for joining us. We appreciate you. We always appreciate you and CSM Master. You guys have been great supporters and great followers, and we're hoping we can do the same thing for you. Uh, good luck with your show and your store, and thanks for doing the giveaway. Uh, George, take us out the break, and we'll come back. You guys stay tuned. We've got a great second half of the show for you. Yep. Oh, one more thing before we go, Lance. We need to, I need, we need to thank, let me see, Beastie Man 420 for another 10 donation. Thanks, brother. Then we have Angela73 from True Social. Angela, beloved Angela, she gave us a nice donation. Thank you so much, sweetheart. We love you. Lance, love you. Angela, thank you. All right, we'll be back after these messages. Stay tuned. Kitten, thanks very much. Appreciate you. Hold on a second. Something's going on. Chat. Did you hear music playing before? No. Or the applause? Nope. Did you hear any music, Kitten? You so are in one danger. Of us heard that, George. So they are watching you. Going on. Uh, big Brother, Big Tech, and Hardened Criminals, yeah. too. But we wanted to Today, close everyone out so is being tracked, then profiled, All right. analyzed, and your well, information is so against you. you Sold to the highest bidder, yep, or just outright stolen. Yeah. Even worse, the right, cunning well, AI you. state, thank artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more 
at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results, backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. Wow, it's so soft and smooth. It's cool to the touch. How did you do that? Well, we took my pillow's patented bill and combined it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when I invented my pillow to bring you the best pillow in history, my pillow 2.0. Because of all of you, MyPillow 2.0 has been a huge success. And now we're bringing you our best-selling Go Anywhere MyPillows with the same temperature-regulating technology. Made with my patented adjustable fill and brand-new cooling fabric, they're truly the next generation of MyPillow. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save over 60% on our MyPillow 2.0 four-pack special. You'll get two MyPillows and two Go Anywhere MyPillows Regular $259.92, now only $99.98. King size, just $10 more. This is a limited time offer, so please order now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Welcome back to the Big Meg, guys. We appreciate you. Thanks for staying tuned. Uh, listen, we got a little bit of good news, George, huh? We got kind of a, a little boost from our friends at Getter. Uh, we've been awarded a new level over there. Uh, we've gotten relatively popular on Getter. We obviously do live streams and all sorts of other things uh, on their platform. We use the product all the time. Uh, we've been listed. George, give us a round of applause. I don't know if you could hear, but... I can't really hear that. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, here's my point. We've been added to the Getter Popular Creators list. Can you put up Media One, George? Yes, sir. Here we go. Look at that. Lance Miliaccio in the house. What do you got? Like a little, little king, king there. Crown. Yeah, that little crown is the new thing we've been added. Because obviously we've, we get a lot of views on our videos. We're getting a lot of views on our content. George, throw up Media Two. You've got yourself a little crown there. I do. Do I? I appreciate that. We want to thank everybody at Getter for putting us on the popular creators list. Obviously, that'll even get us more views. We'll be featured and that sort of thing, which is great. It's always helpful. And then here's the Media 3 is just what that stands for. Again, we always appreciate that. We're hoping to reach those kind of levels on Rumble eventually. And hopefully, once X rolls out their live product and gets really serious, we've been using the product since it came online from the very beginning. We hope that that's going to get us some kudos from X. Uh, so that's we're outstanding creators on the platform. So we're I'm actually popular, pretty excited about that. Popular, we're popular. Hey, so Fox <laughs> News got pro-trolled, bro. They got uh, pro-trolled. I mean, Tell me about this. So they actually had, unfortunately, it's sad, but there was um, a shooting at um, college. I think it's Brown College. I can't remember the name right now, Lance. But they didn't catch the shooters yet. So Fox News was, they thought they were interviewing, I believe, somebody by the name of Tyrone from, um, from, the, from that, um, that was at the college. But it turned out it wasn't really Tyrone. I mean, this guy, this is like troll of the, this could be almost a troll of the year. I don't know. This is tops with Elon with this one because it's just great. And, you know, Tucker Carlson's got to be laughing in his pants. The guy... I found out who the guy was later on. His name is Mark Dice. He's like a big YouTuber, conservative YouTuber. 
Hmm. Right? I mean, do you, you have the do you have the the troll? Yeah, Radio? we're gonna put it oh, up great. right now. Crank Ready? it up there, brother. All right, I here we go. This yet, so I'm oh, excited to see it. It's funny. And that's where they declare a Mr. and a Miss Morgan State. And we've got Tyrone on the phone with us now. Tyrone, when you say poker game, what exactly happened? What transpired? Well, first we were watching, we all get together every Tuesday night, and we watch Tucker Carlson's show on X. We used to watch him on Fox News. Obviously, he's not there no more. Mm -hmm. And still being the most credible guy in the media in America, we always get together to watch Tucker Carlson. And I think he's doing probably better now that he's not with Fox News because the corporate media always controls what yeah. the teleprompter readers are able to say. And now that he doesn't Thank have you, that hand Thank you, can we back. Maybe we can work to get Don back on the phone, Tracy. We can get that. Clearly, that was not a student at Morgan State University. <laughs> How funny is that, bro? I mean, that's oh, classic. Man. He brutalized him. That's a rough. That's a rough shot. That one's going to leave a bruise. Those guys were suffering with the Tucker Carlson. Tucker. That was a Tucker Carlson commercial. Tucker Carlson should find him and have him on the show immediately, and then cover that. You know, I think that's I, a hot. First, I thought it was just somebody like a memer made it up or something. When I first seen it, I'm like, "There's no way." Some meme. Whoever made this is a great meme. But then it turned out to be true. That's how. That's how. I mean, it was just. How can you not get a better troll on that Fox? Classic, news? right? Everybody knows what happened to McCarthy. He's been removed as speaker. It's been the and big that's news they the past twenty-four hours. The big news is is that Trump. Uh, a lot of people have been asking him about becoming speaker. I actually tweeted about this, and I should say tweet, I guess, xed about it uh, early on, and suggested the best solution was to uh, appoint Trump as speaker, uh, then impeach. Harris and Biden, and then guess what? Trump's the president. So I don't know if it's going to go down that route, but he said he's 40 or 50 points ahead in the presidential race, but if he can help them in the process of running, he'll do it. Media 5, we want you know, to show you straight out of the golden boy's uh, mouth what his thoughts are. Let's go. Uh, I want to. I don't know if you noticed. I haven't heard anybody say this, but did you notice the two court officers behind him were both twins? Did you notice that? I did. I did notice. That. Oh, okay, it's funny, right? I notice. I, I think it's it's unusual, but hey, maybe that maybe that's not as unusual as we think. I think it was. It, maybe it's all optics. Who knows? We all have our but thoughts. Have, but listen, have twins it's, right it's there. Regular news that New Yorkers have big mouths. George, this is an interesting story you found. I actually saw this video. It's classic. But New Yorkers don't like to take any shit. Real New Yorkers and no. real New Yorkers, and especially people that grew up in New York, like myself and others, we're pissed off about what they're doing in New York, and people are tired of this shit. And what's interesting is they're starting to front on it and use uh, TikTok, YouTube, and other platforms to really expose the BS that's going on in New York and how they're trying to hide it. George, uh, so I guess this, there's a couple of nameless goons on the street, and this guy's walking down the street, and he's like, what's this all about? I don't even and, think they're on the street. I think they came out, They came from inside. They've seen him. Well, take a look. Yeah. Turn the video off. I watched it. They were already, when I saw it, they were already, a couple of them, or one of them was out there, and then more of them keep pouring out of the building because they're trying to tell this guy he's on a public 
public sidewalk and they're telling a New Yorker on a public sidewalk, oh, you can't videotape us, which is bullshit because he's within his rights and you're going to see what happens. But I love the New York cops attitude too. Yeah, this for is change. New York for you, man. Big for apple change. right here, baby. All right, here we go. Yo, what is this, huh? Oh, it's a shelter. Oh, good looking. It's a shelter, my peeps. You heard? You're not supposed to do that. Excuse me? You're not supposed to film here. That's Who? what I'm saying. You, you're not supposed to film here. What is this? I don't know. You know, you don't have right to do this. I don't have okay. the right to do what? Yes, you don't have right to film in here. That's what I'm telling you. What is this over here? And who are you? Okay, you want to know who I am? Please, sir, you're not, you don't have right to film here. I'm talking to you right now. You don't have right to film here. Can you please? Who are you? I don't know. Bro, who who are are you? The building? They don't want nobody out here. They don't, they don't want nobody where? They're standing in front of the building Please. with a camera. Okay, oh, y'all bugger. And you really no, want to be recording, bro? You bugger. All right, you wait. You yo, wait. yo, why you surrounding me? Why you surrounding me, yo? You wait. Oh, you now wait. you want me to wait? No, you wait. What's up, relax, yo? What's up relax, with you, bro? Relax, relax. Yo, why y'all surrounding me? What's up, yo? Relax, relax. You can talk to NYPD. Talk to who? I don't talk to popos, nigga. I'm not a snitch. Turn around, you go talk to them. Turn around, nigga. Stop playing with me. Look at this one. Look at this bird. Yo, who are you, bro? Why are you on my property? Oh, your property? My property. Yo, stop playing with me, yo. Oh, dude, don't you realize he's trying to bait you? Let him. I'm about to knock him the f out. That's what I'm about to do. They don't move back. Let him. What the? That's all y'all niggas doing, bro. Especially you, bro. Who the fuck you think you are? Huh? You don't come to the sidewalk and talk to me like that, nigga. You hear me? You hear me? Make this the last time you approach a member of the public giving them orders on the fucking sidewalk, nigga. Stick to your job. This is our job to tell you to move. You don't tell me to fucking move, nigga. I don't go by... Who are you, nigga? Who are you? Your job is inside, nigga, not outside, bro. Who? Security. What security, nigga? Look at you. Look at the cop right here, nigga. What's your name and badge number, brother? I don't know how to read. Right here. What is it? You're filming it. What is it? It's right here. Say it out for the people, bro. 7807. Name? Wasso. Thank you very much. You're there you go. Now you keep it moving and don't fuck with me, nigga, before I knock you the fuck out, nigga. Fuck is wrong with y'all niggas, man. This is sidewalk. I don't know what this is. I don't know who you are. You don't come outside and give me orders, nigga. Alright? And I'm still here. And you came to and gave me an order. And why? Well, you still here. Everybody, there you go. You're getting orders. Get your ass inside, bro. Don't come to the sidewalk giving members of the public orders. Yo, what is this, huh? Oh, what I think is, George, what I think is incredible is that's a facility. I did a little research. It's a facility housing illegal immigrants, and then they obviously have orders to try to stop people from filming the truth. Am I right? Um, I didn't know it was um for illegal immigrants. I thought it was for uh, homeless, but yeah, it could be, but... You know what's funny? Like the, you see the one guy. He goes, "Oh, the cops are coming! They're right there." He was all tough when he's got his, like trying to act all tough with his boys there, and the cop is there. But when the cop didn't do nothing, well, the guys within his yeah. way. That sidewalk within a couple of inches, probably two inches of the building, is owned by the city of New York. They have all rights to do whatever they want out there. They never should have approached him. But this is a continued cover-up. You're right that it was originally a homeless facility, but I understand they've been paid by the federal government oh, to fantastic. house illegal immigrants and have, in fact, thrown out quite a few homeless to house the illegal immigrants that are getting bussed in from all over the country. Yeah. They so, they don't like who knows? This is a huge story, this next one, and this really pisses me off. George, tell me about this. Uh, well, the Fed spent, let me see, $3.3 billion on office furniture. Oh, let me repeat that. $3.3 billion on office furniture while employees work from home during the pandemic. 
So why the reason I know the reason. The reason they do it is they have to spend this money is so they can get their budget the same amount for their budget for the next financial cycle. Because if they don't spend it, then that gives grounds for them to cut their budget. So th that's why you have this government waste. So, George, let me ask you, is this like steel office furniture, like real commercial, not very nice office furniture you, they bought? What? Hell no. You got, this is real plush decor furniture. I put this in my oh, house. Oh, nice. Nice what? plush decor. It's nice that the feds get plush decor. Does anybody else get plush decor? Not I think it's during the pandemic. So they got all this money to decide because they're spending more time in their offices. I don't know how much of this went home with them. Do you have any photos of this new plush decor furniture? We, we do. Like they had like luxury US, um, recliners. So hold on. Let's just look at the- By the way, $3.3 billion could have paid for at least half uh, under Trump, half of the border wall path but they spend it on furniture instead yeah. I, I think it's important the american public i that know they didn't you guys want these guys to be sitting on plush look at that lance oh wow that is nice right this is i'm particularly lance i would i want i want you to have a set in your house but this next picture you deserve you know, it my George, friend my plus, question is is it too late is it too late to say the big mig sponsored by the cdc never too late Whoa, look at those. Now, what are those, babies? I think, I think Lance, you fit perfect in the other one, and, and Mama Lance would like to sit back with her feet would up. I love a plush leather recliner. That's what I'm talking right about. Listen, George, this... I have a question for you. These plush leather recliners, how many of those, do we have a dollar amount of how many of those they bought by any chance? So just curious. Um, they spent 120000 on these, um, they're Ethan Allen leather recliners, Lance. Nice. You know, those would be perfect for the Big Mig studio. I like the one on the left, though. Well, I like that best. We'll get you two of those up from the left, then. You can have a matching pair. I think, think? Big Mig, sponsored by the CDC. George, what else did they buy themselves? Now we that, have under door number two. Now, this next three. one, this is a solar-powered picnic table. Okay, solar-powered. Wow. So, Lance. What do you think? How good would Dude, it look? Hold on, is that branded to the CDC on top? Yeah, it's even branded. So I think I think it should be branded with the Big Mig logo. Our Big Mig Mafia should get one. Especially Rich should get one because he can sit in his backyard with his solar thing, smoking a cigar in that extreme heat and be comfortable. So the solar thing is what to charge your phone? Is that what I'm taking? Is uh, charge you your know phone what? laptop? I have no idea. Well, I think uh, some of those in the Big Mig colors of red and yellow would be tight. If the Big Mig Mafia, if you guys like these, let's go ahead and start telling everybody that the Big Mig is sponsored by the CDC. And then hopefully on the next budget spend, we can get a couple hundred of these ordered for the Big Mig Mafia uh, followers. I'd like to have everybody. Can we, and George, can we can we have them branded for the Big Mig? Would you think that's out of line? Why not? If CDC can, why can't we? I wish I knew where these were. I would run over there and get some Big Mig stickers and stick them right on top of that CDC logo. Hmm. And plus, I think we should change it to our colors, too. We want our colors. I, I do like the red and yellow. I'm not big on the blue and white, no, right? Me either. Well, listen, the I Wicked Witch... Rich would like Wicked that. The Wicked Witch got evicted. Uh, Media 10, here's her stuff moving out of the office. I don't know how this biatch got to keep her office as long as she did. I can't believe what a coward McCarthy was to not throw her the frick out. So there's an actual speaker speaker's office. The house speaker has his own. It's a much, it's a nicer office. What I'm told it's bigger than the regular offices for the uh, members of the house of representatives. Nancy Pelosi never moved the frick out. Did you yeah. ever hear that before until yesterday, George? I, I never knew that. I never knew that. And I just, I don't understand why McCarthy did not move her out. I mean, he he is a speaker, right? He it is his office. 
no he should idea. be moved out, which doesn't make sense. Like what? Like what is going on? Unless she had some dirt on him. Well, you know, how many vodka bottles did they find in there? Anybody know? I don't know. Does she have a little ice cream more chest in there too? And wait, know. now that she's not speaker any longer, remember how she opened up a liquor store inside the uh, inside of Congress? There's an actual store where you can buy liquor for your staff and yourself. Yeah, I don't know. Is that still going on? And I, who owns that store? I still don't understand how, from it. I don't know. They'd have probably they probably have to have an outside vendor do that. Any live footage? Watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals, too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, Every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. Wow, it's so soft and smooth. It's cool to the touch. How did you do that? Well, we took my pillow's patented bill and combine it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when I invented my pillow to bring you the best pillow in history, my pillow 2.0. Because of all of you, my pillow 2.0 has been a huge success. And now we're bringing you our best-selling go anywhere my pillows with the same temperature regulating technology. Made with my patented adjustable fill and brand new cooling fabric, they're truly the next generation of my pillow. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save over 60% on our MyPillow 2.0 four pack special. You'll get two My Pillows and two Go Anywhere My Pillows, regular $259.92, now only $99.98. King size, just $10 more. This is a limited time offer, so please order now. 